0: Welcome to another episode of Movie Madness. I am your host, Kahlil, and I am joined today by another exciting guest, actress Karis Cameron, who starred in the Nickelodeon show Open Heart and has worked on many projects, including Killer Cheerleader and The Haunting Hour. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Good, so, you, go ahead. you know, we always start these and I always love to like kind of hear the stories of like what inspired you or how did you kind of get into acting?
1: I knew this was going to be the first question. Um, it's a little bit of like a weird story. Uh, when I was like, oh God, I don't know, like 12 maybe. Um, yeah, it would have been 12. There was a commercial on TV on the Disney channel that was like, be the next Disney star. And it was like this gimmick that had you call in to this school um and I don't know how I did it but I convinced my mom to call the number and at the time they were only operating out of Toronto and LA I think so they were like well when we get a Vancouver setup going we'll give you a call and let you know um and they did they got a Vancouver uh, school set up, and they gave me a call and I went and I signed up for some classes and uh, they told me about a site called Casting Workbook uh which is essentially like where we get like some of our auditions from and like agents can look at you and that kind of stuff. And my agent at the time found me on that. And then I went in for an interview and kind of did a cold read with him. um, And then kind of just fell into it from there.
0: That's interesting. So you wanted to be a Disney channel star. That was kind of the, you know, the launching, (laughs) uh, I guess, passion for this.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I've always been a fan of telling stories and I've always really loved, uh, movies and shows and I had a really good friend growing up um and we were like so convinced that we'd be like Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez because she was really passionate about singing and I really liked acting um it did not come true that's not really where our paths led at the end of the day but that was that was a big incentive to kind of start following the journey yeah
0: so what was your favorite Disney Channel show growing up
1: I had a couple I remember when I was younger we would watch like Eden Stevens uh That's So Raven I think a big one was Hannah, Hannah Montana was a, a naturally a big one and then Wizards of Waverly Place and Lizzie McGuire was also a really big one and then of course like all the Disney Channel movies that came along with that era
0: <laughs> yeah the uh, I was gonna say Hannah Montana was gonna probably be in that somewhere especially with the singing and the you know, and obviously the fact that it was, you know, a cultural sensation at the time, and you know, oh, arguably sure. still is. Yeah. Now you did end up on the Nickelodeon show Open Heart, which I think was probably the first place I I saw you. Although I, when I watched it at the time, I didn't actually know who you were. Um, what was that like getting that that role and and kind of being a part of a Nickelodeon thing?
1: Uh, it was pretty wild. It. It actually makes sense that that would be the first thing because it was actually the only, the third thing I'd ever filmed. Um, so I'd done like two small guest stars before that on a couple, like I think it was like a Hallmark show and then the Haunting Hour was another one. Um, but Open Heart was wild. It was such a time. Uh, we filmed in Toronto over the summer of, when did that air? been like 10 years now. Yeah, I think I was 18 when I booked that um yeah no it was it was wild there were so many fond memories and I really feel like open heart was what taught me the most and I've learned so much just like in my personal life and in my career and in the industry like learning all the camera setups and what things are called that was really all learned on open heart
0: that's interesting. Cause I so I went back last night, uh, full mm-hmm. disclosure, and I went I watched the first episode of Open Heart again because I was like, you know, I wanna just like remember this show a little bit. And I forgot like your character was very like edgy teen angsty in that show. Was that kind of, you know, hard for you at the time to kind of get it into, or was that something which you were kind of able to fall into really easily? <laughs> uh I don't
1: know. I've like angst is like a really fun thing to play on tv like, like an angsty teen who's like kind of mad at the world um and she had her reasons and she had her motivations but I don't know I always just have so much fun playing that so it was fairly easy to tap into which is wild because that wasn't who I was growing up like I was very much like a good girl played by the rules didn't like to break anything like always listen to mom and dad um
0: so you weren't stealing is so to- that's what you're telling me
1: no, I wasn't stealing cars. We weren't like taking our friends to the emergency room covered in blood. There was none of that in the, in the real Karis's life. No.
0: Okay. So you weren't, I was like, okay, I didn't know if this was like really based on your life. If you're really breaking into houses and, you know, stealing cars, but it's, it's, you know, it's good that it was just a role because that would have been a little bit <laughs> yeah, problematic,
1: a little problematic, but no, it was such a fun role to play and to be able to do all those things. Like I remember the first scene that we like open on is me smashing the glass to break into the house and I'm holding like this rock and it's all sugar glass so it breaks very easily um but I was so excited to do it and everybody was making fun of me because they're like have you never broken anything in your life and I was like no
0: not on purpose that's crazy that yeah that show I was like watching that again was just taking me back to like when I'd watched initially and it was such a such it's such an underrated show, I think, in so many ways. Uh, like it doesn't get talked about enough in that top tier of Nickelodeon and Disney. So, um, now what? What is your favorite? What is your the favorite role that you've played? Favorite role that I've played?
1: I don't know. I have different ones for different reasons. Dylan will always be in my top five for the rest of my life. I loved playing her, um, and I loved playing with all the all the other characters and all the actors and getting to know everybody. So yeah, she has a really special place in my heart. Um, but my latest one, my latest project I did is called creep Show. I'm going to play like a, a vampire and I'm a big fan of like classic movie monster movies. Um, so yeah, open heart. I'm going to say open heart and then, then creep show.
0: Yeah. So I guess what do you kind of do now in your free time when you're not acting? It's a great
1: question. Uh, not a whole lot at the moment. Um, with the SAG Actra after strike uh, just finally over, it's been really, really slow in Vancouver. Uh, I
0: can imagine.
1: So it's really just been like biding my time. I grew up in a, in a small town called Tofino on Vancouver Island. Um, so I went back home recently just to see my family and my dog and like hang out and walk the beach a bunch. So, I've just been doing that, finding little things here and there to keep you busy, um, painting, drawing, that kind of stuff, watching lots of movies, lots and lots of movies.
0: So, I was going to say, do you watch a lot? Because I know there's like this very weird thing I've noticed where some people watch, t- like who act, watch tons of movies. Some people watch absolutely no movies. And I always found that interesting because, you know, it feels like something that you know a lot of people who act would watch lots of other people act right you know either to learn from or you know kind of take inspiration but it's not really that common of a thing so do you do you love watching movies
1: yeah i love watching movies i love watching shows i find that like when i'm feeling a little bit lost isn't quite the right word but like kind of just down on my luck and i haven't worked in a while and auditions have been slow. I turn to movies and like especially movies that I love and movies that I like have always found inspired me. And, uh, and then I don't know, it's, it's something comforting watching like your favorite movies that kind of inspired the acting journey that like brings me back to why I want to do it, you know?
0: So I do have to ask then what your, some of your favorite movies are.
1: Okay. So full disclosure, I watched your interview with Sarah Fisher. Um, Oh, okay and she is lovely i know her cuz when i shot open heart like we were very close with all the degrassi kids um and you asked her this question and i was like oh i'm going to have to think about this and i realized that i really have to break it down into like sections like i have my favorite disney classics and then the disney moderns and then like just superheroes and then trilogies and like i really have to break it down um but a big one for me was the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Like, I've always loved the the adventure of that and how fun it is. And Keira Knightley was a big, a big inspiration for me when I was first getting going. So, yeah, I love Pirates. It's a good one.
0: So, I, it's interesting that you watched that interview. So, she went to high school, actually. Um, I She graduated, obviously, before I did. But um, that was, so that was an... That was a fun interview. And then she talked, we talked a lot about Disney. And so that was um, interesting. But what are you ca- kind of watching now? Like, do you, are you watching any new shows?
1: Yeah. So uh, we just finished, my boyfriend and I have been like binge watching a bunch of shows. So we just finished Ted Lasso. Oh, fun. Which was a great show. Um, and then we also just finished the new One Piece live action which was also very good. We were so pleasantly surprised with that and how like well done it was and the actors and they, they really just like full send every line. Like the actor who plays Monkey D. Luffy just like really full sends every time he says something. And if he didn't, then the show wouldn't work. Like he has to have that like fiery passion. Um, yeah, so we just finished that. What else? I think that's it. I think we're kind of in the market for a new show.
0: I've watched any of the new movies recently. I know that it's been kind of slow because of the strike, but.
1: Um, no, I think the newest ones I've seen that have come out recently were Barbie and Oppenheimer. We did we did the Barbenheimer. We went and saw Oppenheimer at like 10 a.m. And then that night at 9, we went and saw Barbie, which was fun. I, I loved that. That was a whole thing. Barbenheimer was great.
0: I, I did the same thing just in reverse. I did uh, uh, Barbie in the morning and Oppenheimer at night.
1: I feel like that was probably like the better way to do it. You know, you go see Barbie, you're happy, you go lucky. Like it's all like feel good throughout the day. And then later at night you get into like the heavy stuff that is Oppenheimer. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's just cause like, that's how the schedules work out here with the, with the uh, theaters, but yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah. So what kind of, uh, so wait, are you a superhero fan first? I should have asked this at the beginning, but. You know, I Yeah. I'm
1: I'm actually like a huge superhero fan. Um, I'm a big Marvel fan specifically. I don't know too much about the DC universe. I know, qu- I don't, don't want to say quite a bit, but I know a fair amount of the Marvel's MCU.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, um, No then. one cares about DC anyways, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so are you planning on watching the Marvels then?
1: I am. I don't know if I'll go to theaters for it. I've heard some mixed reviews. It's great. <laughs> okay. That's the first time I've heard it say it's great. I've heard a lot of it being not so great. Um so that one might be one that I just wait for, but I will watch it. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Brie Larson, and I loved, I loved her initial movie. So, yeah. I definitely will see it at
0: some point. What's your favorite MCU movie?
1: <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, this is a really hard question. I know. <laughs> so all of the Avengers were great. I really loved those. Um, and then once we got into, like, the spider-man stuff i'm a huge spider-man fan i'd say he's probably my favorite um so across the universe was really good or spider-verse sorry across the spider-verse uh but no way home is probably my top right now just because of like the nostalgia of all three of them coming together and i was a huge andrew garfield spider-man fan like i loved i loved his movie (laughs) so watching them all come together was uh was lovely
0: so is andrew garfield your kind of favorite spider-man of the three?
1: no i think i think
0: uh i'm um, trying to trap you here
1: (laughs) i know i think tom holland has taken the place but uh i i love them all it's funny my boyfriend and i get into arguments about this all the time because he's a he's a diehard toby fan he like toby is his spider-man and i'm like oh but andrew is so good i just feel like i don't know I, i feel like they all have like such different aspects that made them so good like i really think toby was a great peter parker and then Andrew is a great Spider-Man with his like sass and snark. And then Tom is kind of like
0: the best of both worlds. taking all
1: of the things. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how young he is too. Like that made me really happy because he's like a boy genius. He's supposed to be smarter than Reed uh, than like Richard Reed. What, what is Mr. Fantastic's real name?
0: Reed Richards. You got it right the first time.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like second guessing myself. Because I'm like, Ooh, I haven't talked about this in so long. Um, yeah.
0: Did you watch any of the animated, like Avengers shows, or anything like Earth's Mightiest Heroes?
1: No, not yet. I I like animated superhero shows, um, but I think I stick more to like the DC universe for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Young Justice? So,
1: like, no. Although that is on my list. My older brother is a big, big superhero fan, and he's a huge comic book nerd too um so we always kind of watch those shows together so I have like an ongoing list of all the things that I need to see and that is on it
0: for sure yeah you have that that's a must that's probably the best animated thing DC's ever done in my opinion but oh really um, okay
1: I'll definitely get on it then
0: now I'm do you write stories in your free time or do you do you like you know kind of go through ideas of like if you could make your own movie you could direct a movie do you kind of like run through those you know from time to time
1: Sometimes I'm getting more into it lately, um, just because I've had so much free time that I've been thinking more and more about what kind of stories I would want to tell. And I always like, thought that to start writing, you had to have you had to have like an initial story idea to start writing about. Um, Yeah, so I don't know if I have like a fully formed idea yet. but I have like little bits, like I'll see a scene really clearly where I'm like, oh, that'd be such like such a cute moment in a movie. and I'll kind of like outline that and write that down. But I don't know how that would fit in to like a full feature length or a show,
0: you know? Interesting. So I'm going to ask you a question now, and I don't know if you'll see this. One. You might see this one coming. Um, so if you could create your dream project, you could direct your dream project, um, What would what would it be? like kind of conceptually and obviously like you don't have to worry about budget or anything in this imaginary scenario.
1: Okay, so you asked a similar question to Sarah and I was thinking about it. Um and I think like just for like kicks, I think it would be hilarious to have like a full-length feature horror film, but have all of the actors make like the logical decisions. <laughs> you know? And I think it would be great to have all the Chris's. So, like, Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, (laughs) Chris Pratt, and have them all kind of, like, figure out their way and still kind of have it wrap around to something bad happening because I feel like that's a must in any good horror scary movie. But I think having them make, like, really logical decisions, what actual humans would do in those scenarios would be hilarious.
0: So instead of doing, like, the stupid things which end up in them getting you know killed they do the logical thing and they still end up dead
1: (laughs) yeah yeah very much like tucker and dale versus evil
0: (laughs) right yeah okay that i mean that that's actually a very interesting idea because um for some reason that seems to be not a very um you would have thought that it's kind of that would be more of a trend especially now where people kind of like a little bit more uh, almost realism in in their movies right
1: yeah, I think it would just be like a really interesting thing to see go down, especially like I watched movies with my dad, or specifically my movies. So he'll watch like one of the Lifetime movies I did. And he's like, Harris, you would never go to like a warehouse in the middle of the night by yourself. And I was like, no, I wouldn't. I would not do that. Logically, I wouldn't do it. I would bring somebody with me at least. Um, so that's kind of what sparked the idea. And then I was thinking about just like how like all the Chris's would be hilarious. Yeah.
0: When you're watching movies and TV shows, do you just kind of like? Is there ever a point where you just sit there and you're like, you know, I could have played that role better, or maybe not better, but I could, I would, I wish I could have played that role, or you know, I would have liked to like do something different with that role. Like, has there ever been a character you've like, I I want to play that character. Or I would, you know, bring something different to that character.
1: Yeah, that's an that's an interesting question. I don't know. I feel like that's how I judge a good movie is if I'm not thinking about that kind of stuff. Like if I'm just so. In- entranced by the story then I'm like ah oh, that was a good movie and then we kind of talk about it and we'll dissect it later um but no what? I did have you, huh? no I don't know that's so hard because like there's lots of roles like for the boys the instant, for instance um I went out for Starlight so I auditioned for her I was too young for her and I think who booked it like is a, does a phenomenal job. And it's just so interesting because like all the people who book the roles that I want, or I have auditioned for, once you see them in it, it makes perfect sense. And you're like, oh, that was your role. Like, I'm a really firm believer that like what is meant for us does not pass us. So if a role is meant to be mine, then it's mine. And I get to bring my essence and everything to it. But it's really hard seeing somebody else and being like, oh, I could have I done a different like, I would have done it differently, but not necessarily better. Like, I don't think it's a question of better or worse. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a really hard question. So, I don't know.
0: Now, you obviously took you took a very interesting path into the industry. And I'm sure there's people listening. I know, I know there's people listening who, you know, have aspirations to act or who, you know, are thinking about the idea of acting or directing. What kind of advice do you have for people who kind of want to be to come into this industry as a Canadian, you know, you're a little bit further away from LA or pretty far away from LA. Um what advice do you have for those people?
1: Mm-hmm. Um I would say find a class. Like find a good acting class, get your foot in the door that way and start, you know, working on that skill set. Um And just seeing if you really love it. Because once you start doing it in a class and you fall in love with it, like you're done. And then if you have a good teacher, they can kind of help you with the next steps within like finding an agent and going down that route. Um, But yeah, I think classes are really is a good one, especially just to get started. I'll always advocate for acting classes for sure. Uh,
0: One of the other things I want to ask you is more about kind of when a project releases, right? And, you know, we especially now with Twitter or X or whatever it's called and all these other platforms and media outlets, there's a lot of noise around movies and and shows and everything, right? Everyone has an opinion. So what is your kind of policy for social media when you have something come out? Do you go and do you like search your name and do you try to like see what people are saying about you? Do you just kind of avoid it altogether? Do you, you know, look at some you know people's opinions and kind of ignore the noise because i'm sure you get both
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i do every once in a while give myself like a google just to kind of see what is out there and make sure it's all kind of clean and squeaky and nice and you know how i want my image and my character to be represented um I don't delve too far into like the breakdowns and the articles about the shows, unless I'm really, really proud of it. Like, unless I'm like, like, heck yeah, man, I love that. Like Creepshow, I went and just read a couple articles on that and that just came out like a, a month or so ago. Um, and I like, that was really fun reading because I was so proud of that project. And I had a lot of bucket list items that I checked off on that project. So I wanted to see how that was kind of landing with the audience. Um, As far as my personal socials, I don't usually use Twitter or X. I still have it. Um, I really only have it though because Justin Bieber follows me and I feel like if I ever get rid of it, that's gone forever. So I never post on it, but I have it just for that sole reason. Uh, But I'm a big Instagram girl. Like I'll use Instagram all the time. So I'll usually do a post about that and be like, oh, it came out, like go check it out. Let me know what you think. And I love behind the scene pictures and like behind the scene content. So, like, I'm always taking that on set and I'm always posting it afterwards right. once it's aired. And I'm so, you don't to share you that. kind
0: of avoid, I guess, unless you're like really excited, you don't really kind of delve in. Because I know like there's some people who will absolutely read everything about them, which, you know, one could argue is kind of unhealthy. But there's and then there's people who avoid it altogether. So, it's interesting that you kind of, you know, you pick and choose. Now, you also mentioned Justin Bieber follows you on Twitter. There must be a story there, right?
1: there really isn't um well it's not a cool one anyway like when i was 13 maybe 14 my friend and i were just going ham on twitter and we were like oh my god justin Bieber's so cool we love justin bieber and i swear we probably tweeted at him like 150 200 times um so it was probably like a security precaution his security team was like maybe we just keep an eye on this one
0: okay so 200 times is the amount of times it takes to get someone to follow you on twitter got it um so do you, I know the strike just ended and, you know, I don't know what the state of affairs is for most people right now. But do you have anything that you're kind of working on now or that you have kind of, you know, in in the works? Um, in the works, yeah. That you could tell us about? Yeah,
1: not at the moment. <laughs> I wish I did.
0: Not the moment that you can tell us about no, or nothing. that is in the works? Just nothing.
1: Okay. I wish I had something up the pipeline. Um, and I'm sure it's coming and I'm just got to be patient and wait my turn um
0: but yeah no it's the strike also like ended like a week yeah so So,
1: (laughs) auditions are coming and people are getting busier and busier and i'm i'm in touch with all my acting friends in vancouver here and you know they're starting to pick up and i'm hoping it'll come my way soon um but yeah it's definitely like it's starting to get a little a little buzz going which is hopeful
0: okay now i want to ask you something and i'll I'll, i'm going to give you an outlet here because I, you know, I don't want to put you in, in an awkward position. no. Put position, me in an
1: awkward position. Ask me. But, Let's go.
0: Okay. So, do you have who is your favorite uh, actor friend that you know?
1: My favorite.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm asking you to pick the favorite of your friends. Uh, which is why I said oh. I'm gonna put you in an awkward position um,
1: here. I think I
0: have to. Or, or I guess your closest you could you could say if you if that makes it easier to kind of pick.
1: My boyfriend is also an actor here. His name is Ty Wood. Um. So I think just out of like blank like, you know reasons, uh I'd have to say him. But I have quite a few friends here, Natalie Sharp, Ron Curtis, uh Brittany. Yeah, no, there's a ton of them.
0: <laughs> but just So do you guys have a group chat?
1: Um not with like all of us, just because we all kind of run in different circles. Um my friend natalie and i talk all the time she's in Kelowna right now shooting a project uh that will be coming out soon so i can you know give that shout out for her um but yeah no no like big group chat natalie and i are very similar um looks like we're both tall blonde Dark eyes. So we auditioned for a lot. So her and I just kind of have like a solidarity rule where we're like, hey, are you going for this? Are you going for this? Are you going for this? And we kind of just check in with each other to make sure like the auditions are coming in and we are going out for it and that kind of stuff.
0: That's nice. It's not like a constant competition because I'm sure that I'm sure if, if it was, it would get a little bit awkward to be friends. Oh,
1: for sure. I actually think that's like my favorite part of our friendship is that it's never been competitive because we're both very of the mindset like we're different. We're so different. Like we look similar, and our goal is to play sisters one day. But we act very differently, and we have very different nuances and and characteristics and everything like that. So it's really just like a supportive friendship, which is lovely. And I don't know if you see that too often in this industry.
0: No, I don't. I don't think you hear even if it exists. I don't think you hear about it in, in, in enough. Mm-hmm. And I think you know. It doesn't always have to be a competition, right? Like it can be a little bit of a of a collaboration in that sense. Absolutely. Now, I do want to thank you for coming by and talking to us today. I loved having you on and you know, I would you know, we got to have you back on so we can talk more about Marvel and DC because, you know, I could do that for Yes, hours. I'll do my homework and um, watch
1: Young Justice and then we can chat about it.
0: Yes. And then you we'll, then we'll bring you back on and we can talk all, all about Young Justice and how great. Perfect. Is. Uh now before I let you go, do you have anything you'd like to kind of promote to your audience? I know the Instagram will be in the uh description of this podcast, but is there anything you want to kind of promote outside of that?
1: No, all my socials are just my name, Karis Cameron. Pretty easy to find. Um uh, and yeah, go. I mean, like creep show, I guess, just came out and that's like a big one that I'm actually very proud of. We had a lot of fun with that. Um so, yeah, if you want to go check that out, that would be great. That's on Shutter and AMC+. And then if you want more details of that, it's all on my Instagram. So, yeah, that's about it.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed um, talking to you today. Thank
1: you. This has been so much fun. This is actually my first podcast interview, just so you know. So, that's your honor. First of many,
0: probably. Uh, so, we'll see. But you know, I... this has definitely been so much fun. So thank you again, and thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode, and don't forget to follow the podcast on all podcast apps, and for more great content, you can follow us on our social media feed at voice underscore, and thank you as always for EAD for keeping the show functional and alive, um, and thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.